0: We are at the end of the first week of Wimbledon. This is Tournament in the Tea Break. It's very late on Saturday night, and while other people are out celebrating England making their first World Cup semi-final since dinosaurs kicked balls in a park, <laughs> um, we have just got back from Wimbledon where we finally, more by luck than judgment, I think, um, got our final um, Manic Monday roundup. Yeah, we, we made it. Um, we made it. Um, we'll come on to why it was such a close run thing a little later. But let's start with probably the most dramatic news of the day, which, of course, was the dispatchment of world number one uh, Simona Halep at the hands of Shea Su Wei. At uh, start of the match, Halep was looking really good, really solid. Um, Shea kind of found her range and started pinning... Simona to the back of the court. And then when it really came down to the crunch, that one match point that Hallep had, she just couldn't hold it together to take. And it was gone in an instant. I mean, we, we've we said this all week. If if you're not sharp enough to take your points when you get them, you're gra- in, on grass, that ma- that set can go in an instant. And unfortunately, that's what happened to Simona.
1: Yeah. Shea Sue caught a wave. She got <laughs> hot at the right time.
0: Is this got like California
1: speech? Yeah, California.
0: She speech. got she caught a wave. She caught a
1: wave, and she, and it was it was nicely done. And we we kind of had a feeling that it would be difficult for Simona Halep to, you know, get even get deep at Wimbledon after what she accomplished at Roland Garros. So not really completely unexpected. But given the way the match kind of shaped up, and that Simona took the first set, and that again the match point, we thought maybe she'd she'd hang on and get it done. But it wasn't to be. Nine out of the top ten seeds do not make week two.
0: I know. I mean, this is this is crazy, right? So, so the only the only seed that is left is actually the only active slamless number one because I, I think I think it's fair to say that Jankovic isn't active at all at the moment. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't count as an active player right now. So. Yeah, I think Pliskova is the only slamless number one that we have.
1: Well, well Jankovic is active on vacation. Just let me throw well, it in there. Have yeah, you seen paddle, her Twitter feed? Paddle tennis doesn't count. Uh, okay. yeah.
0: Um so so let's let's analyze this week this half of the draw because there are some other fairly sort of decent results. So let's b Shay is one of those players that is very tricky. She slices, she dices, she juliennes, she mm. will serve you up a treat. Uh, and she causes people problems. Um, she must be an absolute nightmare to get get in the draw. I mean, we were joking that um, who shall face next in the draw, which is Sabolkova, is was the the unseed that everybody hate was gonna hate. <laughs> but actually, you know, Shay's right up there as oh my god, not her.
1: Wow. Yeah, Sabolkova won't really openly admit that she's motivated by the fact that she got bumped out of a seed by Serena Williams. But she's playing with the chip on her shoulder and she's playing well and I guess we should also take into account she's pretty comfortable on this surface, enjoys it, is serving really well. We just talked that she's leading all the WTA players remaining in the draw in percent of service games won. Yeah. So comes in very hot to Manic Monday. Should be a fun match. Actually. And you know,
0: Mertens has had a really good a good steady year from the start of the year. She's she's been, you know, pretty good and, and was just schooled today. Yeah, she
1: got routined.
0: Two and two. That's that, yeah routine like that um okay so moving on former french open champion ostapenko is kind of bizarrely for ostapenko flown under the radar a little bit yeah
1: so, uh, i mean i
0: yeah you think so, you think the same
1: yeah i think we thought when what happened in roland garros was a little bit extreme and we're like maybe this is the end of ostapenko but no way because she keeps slugging away she plays the same brand of tennis where she and and actually she said today in her in her small interview room where we had press with her that she likes grass more because she feels she has to be more aggressive. I think it's another case of Ostapenko just hitting with you know reckless abandon and the the balls are landing right now and they may continue to land.
0: Okay, and Sasnovich is is another one that you know she she got that big win over Petra Kvitova in the first round. Um, and it's just crept through the draw. She took out Dar- Daria Gavrilova. It was a bad day for the Aussies today. Oh, um, You know, it, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty amazing who's come through this particular half of the draw. Everybody's been focused on Serena, but there's some real surprises coming yeah. out for coming through here. Interesting
1: stories. I've Got some homework to do this weekend to research. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of reacquaint myself with Saznovich because she backed up that win over Petra quite nicely. Yeah. It was a very solid effort for her in uh, in the first round to beat Petra, but it's nice to see that a player that can have a win that big and still stay level-headed enough to get through three more rounds, one in straight sets in her last two, looking good.
0: Okay, so moving further down, uh, talking of people backing up their wins, Alison van vank I know I'm saying this wrong, forgive me. Um,
1: funk. I'm wrong too, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to take a shot.
0: Okay, the word that I think we're looking for now is, anyway... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alison, yeah, she backed up that, that great win over Mugarutha and, you know, it seems to be and that really is going to confidence. I mean, she had to fight for it against Mugarutha. She coasted against Annette Kontaveit, who is not to be sniffed at. She's also been pretty steady. Um, also a bit of a, a shocker. So two and three, that's that's a pretty good result for her.
1: Yeah, the Belgian's got a strong, kind of a strong power game. She's in a good headspace right now. Contevi uh, keeps knocking on the door, can't quite break through. I think it'll come.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I think she's still young, and she, yeah, you know, for her, um, like shot selection, and you know, when things do get tight, sometimes in in games that really matter. So after after. She took out um, Petra at Roland Garros, I think, mm-hmm. and ended that amazing clay-winning streak. She really couldn't back it up and was just a bit of a mess, and people yeah. were like, Petra lost to this. Right. So, you know, um, and I think Kazakina's got to get an award for one of the best comebacks of of the... Uh, well, I mean, obviously, Shea came down from something like 2-5 in, in the side or something silly. So, mm-hmm. but Kazakina was being schooled by Barty who is good on grass. She might not have had the best grass court season this year, but, you know, you wouldn't count her out. And she did win the Nottingham title. She did. But, yeah, Barty was up, and then from that point on, Kazakina came out, won the first set, and scored her in the second. Yeah,
1: impressive. Um, very impressive. Barty was up 4-1, and she looked to be really in command. I, I was watching that, and I said, this is not going to go well for Kazakina. It might not be even a close match, but lo and behold, she she fought all the way back, and she she's a good player yeah 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 she really
0: is um i've got we've got a lovely german colleague in our in our writing room who um was saying that this this section of the draw had opened up really well for angie the trouble is angie knows that it's opened up well for her and you know with the best one in the world Kerber can be a little bit of a head case um but today again she was just in command from start to finish against the it was really impressive by her today
1: much better than her second round win over uh, the young American Claire Liu where she had to go three sets and struggle to get that win she looks a little more comfortable now solid win against Osaka um yeah, you have to think like she's kind of a a name that you're really noticing right now in this round yep. of 16 which has so many strange names and unseated players. You see Kerber and you see like a little bit of stability yeah. in this top half and maybe it's up maybe it's her but then again, she's meeting Belinda Bencic who likes the grass and yep. is surprisingly in very good form.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that you know, Bencic has obviously had horrific uh injury issues all through this year if not actually all through her career. But grass really does suit her. She has won a title in grass. She won Eastbourne a a few years ago. So she, like most Swiss people, seems to know how to play. And whenever you challenge her, she's like, I don't know, you've got cows on grass. Meh. So, you know, let's have a quick, let's let's have a think about who we think are going to come out of this particular section then. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Starting at the top, I'm liking Sybil Kova. She's determined. She's a force. It's going to be a tricky one, but I think she gets through.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Mm,
1: I'm still... Sticking with Ostapenko, I think she's red hot. I think she's just gonna like barrel her way past Saznovich. I think it'll be a pretty interesting match, yeah, probably have its moments, but I think <laughs> that if Ostapenko finds you know hits the lines she's she's good
0: yep i'd I'd say the same now. this one's an interesting one. Van Oitvank or Kazakhina?
1: I like Dasha right now. I just think she's a fantastic player maybe maybe part of that's a little bit sentimental just because I love to watch her play so much. um nothing against Van Oyvank but um i'm going dasha
0: <laughs> okay and i i i'd, I'd probably tip dasha cuz you know i think i think she's due a decent run um uh, and i think she'll have i think she's just got more rounded game and i'm going to
1: <laughs> she's winning a an incredible amount of return games she's converted 19 of her 26 break points she's wow. broken in 19 of 30 yeah. of her return games tops okay. among remaining players so if she can keep that up yeah that's going to be nice
0: And I'm going to go Kerber because uh, Benchich is on her way back. But Kerber, I think, wants to erase all of 2017. You know, she's been pretty steady this year. She can be head-casey. I will be the first to admit that. But she's been pretty steady. Her results in general have been quite good, deep results. So I am going to pick Kerber. I'm
1: going to pick Kerber as well. And and I saw a tweet today that said that only one WTA player has made the second week of, of all the slams so far. And that's Angie Kerber. So, really? Know, you, so you're correct. She Wait, has been. Wait. She made steady. the
0: she made the second week of Roland Garros. I saw
1: a tweet. I'm, I'm quoting it. Let's, okay. Do we need to look that up?
0: Maybe. What the, happened
1: to her in Roland Garros?
0: Well, maybe she did actually because she always says that she hates the clay. It's not her surface. The clay that she's done well at traditionally has been Stuttgart, which is basically like an indoor skating rink. Um, you know, she's won that title what two, three times. So you know, final.
1: lost to Halep.
0: Okay. All right, then. Yes, of course she and did.
1: If you want to go back in time, we can uh, also look at her Australian Open where she also, also lost the, the Hallop. Well, semis. she must
0: be quite relieved that she didn't lose the Hallop this time around. She's right kind on.
1: of become a good, very good Grand Slam player right now. yeah, but yeah, she's,
0: yeah. She's definitely...
1: I mean, not quite where she was in 2016, but, but getting there.
0: But I, And I think that suits her that, that she said, you know, like I've joked with her that, you know, do you have to come from behind? You can't like be in front. But I think today she proved that she can. Yeah. Let's have a quick, quick look, just for completeness, let's have a quick whiz through. We obviously talked about these players yesterday, but who do we think is going to come out of the bottom half? So the Serena half, if you will.
1: I like Pliskova. I think she's got real good momentum. She was able to battle back against Puzarnescu. I think she's going to be confident. And uh, I I question Burton's confidence.
0: Okay. Um, now, I'm really torn because Donna Vekic is not to be sniffed out on grass and she's having a great run. But Gerges's figures have been surprisingly good as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I like
0: Vekic. I think she gets another round. Shall we say Vekic? Let's give Vekic mm. another round. I'm going to pick Serena for for the, for the Battle of the Moms.
1: Yeah, the draw is a little too um, easy for her right here. Rodina, ranked 120, has come this far. I think that's, this is um, a really nice run for, for her. And if she can hold her own against Serena, that would be a victory in and yeah. of itself.
0: Well, given that you're sitting next to Star Wars Freak, I'm just going to quote a little Jean-Luc Picard, which is, the line must be drawn. Here! Here! And no further! Okay. And to end that, oh, good Lord. Georgie versus Makarova. That, oh my That's God. That's
1: pretty difficult. That's uh, a tough pick. I'll take the Russian.
0: You'll take the Russian for five? I will. Okay. Maca, Maca, hey, Makarova. Oh God, I sound like Brad Gilbert. Shoot me now. Okay. Should we go to the Manly Men? Of course. Let's go to the men of today and not the men of yester, yester years. Um, So big foe was a bit poorly. Lots of people have been poorly this week. Mm. So he was a bit sick um, and it really kind of um, played out for him because he was two sets up, uh, then got caught in a tie break, then felt pretty shit and then lost the last two sets pretty meekly.
1: Had to win that third set breaker, clearly. And he won three yeah. games after that.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, that's pretty that's pretty ropey.
1: It'll, it'll sting. It's a learning experience. First time, third round. So not the worst tournament for Big foe.
0: But also, you know, K- Kachanov is another one of those players that people get excited about. He's a very good next-gen player. He you is. know, we do have to look at the next gen. Um, again, he's kind of coasted, coasted under the radar. Nobody's really been talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um what a what a match that we had today with uh Djokovic and Edmund. All kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, so obviously Edmund took to the court pretty much the moment after England had secured their sp- their spot in the World Cup semi final. And also don't forget that it's People's Saturday. So the crowds that you get at Wimbledon might not necessarily be the most tennis discerning crowds. Uh, they're going to be people that you know fancy going to Wimbledon on a Saturday because you know, it's the only day they can go. Uh, so add to that the fact that everybody probably heads for lots of pims and lager. Um, you had quite a few, I, I would say, drunken hecklers that were giving Djokovic a hard time. Uh, so he was getting annoyed at that. And then there was a very questionable line call. Um Very. Well, I mean, it wasn't even a line call, it was a ball call. It was so, both. But it, Well, <laughs> actually, it yes, it was. Line, it was a line was. non-call so and there, a ball non-call. Yeah, there was a double bounce. Double non And, it, and it, was a very, it was a very subtly discernible double bounce because mm. Carl Edmund was on his way to the ball, pretty much threw his racket at it, but it, it was definitely a double bounce. Racket left his hand. He touched the net. So basically everything that you shouldn't do he in a, in chasing net, a point, right. so the ball double bounced. The racket left his hand. He ran into the net, and then to cap <laughs> it all, the damn thing was wide in the first in the wide. first place. But he actually got awarded the point, and Djokovic was understandably furious. So he queried it. I mean, you know, Jake Garner is, is one of the most experienced umpires, but this really was not his day. Uh, he queried it. Was eventually told it's too late. You can't challenge, which made him even more furious. Uh, this was on top of people taking the Mickey out of his ball bouncing and trying to put him off with his serves. Um, so all in all, it was a very, um, it was a very fired up Djokovic that that beat Edmund. I mean, fair play to Edmund. He took the first set off him. We we said actually last night he had to get the first set if he wanted to stand any chance of winning this match. Uh, and he was quite competitive in the in the second set, and then after that it kind of tailed off for uh, him. But let's give Novak his due. He Kyle came in for quite a lot of social hate for for being a cheater, and Djokovic was like, "No, no, he couldn't have possibly known that the ball had double bounced because he was running towards it. You wouldn't be able to see it. He couldn't have known. And he's a nice guy. I get on really well with his team. I don't believe that End there's story, anything on on." Right? you know untoward so if this is coming from the man himself let that be an end to it you know there's no need for hate there's no need for any kind of nonsense even Djokovic is like kind of hate the guy the guy's on the level i'm all for that Let's... so who do we think's coming out of this then
1: Whoa! Back to Djokovic facing Of I really like Novak now. I think he yeah. over, overcame quite a bit in this match, as you alluded to. Yeah. Um, got stronger as the match went on. Did not show any significant um, issues with the knee. Moved pretty well. I, I yeah, was he a had little a worried.
0: Was okay. So. Yeah,
1: I was a little worried in the first set that maybe he was actually struggling, but not showing it, but just not yeah. fully at, at full intensity. But mm-hmm. he looked really good. I don't think he um surrendered a point after the first six after the sixth game of the first set i think he was pretty clean or maybe
0: maybe uh, maybe in the second i think and was, then in the third I, I don't think he was, was clean he was clean yeah.
1: after that um just a nice strong finish i think he's he's right where he needs to be hatchioff is gonna gonna push him in the, in the baseline rallies he's a, he's a strange type of grass quarter Hachinov. he's not like he just plays the same type of tennis he plays on the clay it seems to me. Maybe or a on little the more, <laughs> maybe a little more yeah maybe a little more aggressive but okay. um, I think Novak will solve him.
0: Okay. Um I mean th- this head to head just baffles me but we we saw it up up close and personal. Um going into this Kyrgios was 0-3 against Nishikori and we saw why because <laughs> Nishikori um zips around like something out of the Avengers. Um, some kind of strange superhero that can just be anywhere um, and nullifies Nishikori's uh, weapons completely. Uh, he, I mean, he ripped through that first set as though he was heading out to the bar. I mean, it was 6-1, and it was gone in an instant. The second set was far better from Nick. Um, but, you know, Nishikori's use of angles and his speed about the court is... I would say pretty much damn near legendary.
1: He looked great. Today. This
0: this was Nishikori as the best, and yeah, he looked really good.
1: And, and something about the the balls that Curios gives him put him at ease, I mean, and he handles the serve so well. Like we talked about, he gets he, he gets the ball back. He's really conservative on the return, but he gets it in play, and then he just owns Curios in the rallies. It was Curios fortunate to get to a breaker in the second, but that was his chance there to make it a match and, and he couldn't. He couldn't.
0: Um, Gulbis took out, again, an, another person who's been poorly. Zverev in another five-setter. Um, just couldn't do it. It was 6-11 in the in the, uh, in the final set.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I mean, I fancy Nishikori for this. Not I mean, Gulbis is, has had a lot of matches under his legs now.
1: Yeah. Ernest is, he's, he's surviving. He gets away with a lot because his serve bails him out. Um, it's, it's, it's a great story that he's back in the second week as a qualifier. Of course, a qualifier has never made it into the Wimbledon final, but if he wanted to match the best performance by a qualifier, he'd have to get to the semis. I don't see him doing that. I think <laughs> K, K's going to be too tough for him.
0: And then we've got Delpo and uh, Simone.
1: Got to go with Delpo. He's yep. red hot. Simone is, wow, he's in the round of 16. Nice work. He's pretty yeah, good on grass. It's, uh,
0: it's, and it's good, it's good for him. And he took out yet another Aussie, so, you know, that poor little kangaroo's, shopping like flies uh, and Vesely versus Nadal well hmm I wonder if you go with that one tricky i think that vesely is a
1: a really big server and and this is gonna this is the kind of player that rafa has difficulties with at wimbledon so now this is his first like to meet Diminor. i thought might be a better match it was fun entertaining at times but but vesely can really perturb nadal if he serves big and hits his spots rafa's gonna win though
0: okay and let, just for completeness let's have a quick whiz through the, the, re, the rest of the section of the other part of the draw and let's just Shout out who we think is going to come out. So we've got Federer against Manorino.
1: Federer hasn't dropped a set, hasn't faced a break point. Piece of cake.
0: Okie dokie. Monfils against Anderson.
1: Anderson's going to going to pummel Gael. I just I don't see him backing up a win over like like the one he got over Yeah, Quarry. and, and grass and,
0: and Gra- suits Anderson really well. You know, good. he's he's the danger. Oh, Mackenzie McDonald. I'll tell you, Milos Rownic, if he can stay in one piece, he's never going to have a better <laughs> chance of reaching another f- final and final. Mackenzie McDonald versus Rownic. My money's on Rownic.
1: Yeah, McDonald outside the top 100, I think. One of the two men, uh, along with Goba, outside the top 100. He's come as far as he can go, I think, here.
0: And my heart is saying pass
1: So is mine.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to say the word properly as well because I got a... Uh, my friend, who's um, Greek, was saying, "Tell everybody how to say it properly." Well, I'm sure I've just butchered it. But John
1: Isner's going to be tough. He's one of the the, the Federer and Isner, are the two players in this tournament that have yet to be broken. He's uh, held in all 57 of his service games. It's going to be a big challenge for Sitsapa. I think he comes good in a couple breakers. You know, he's got the moxie, this kid. It's time.
0: Ex- okay I, I remember watching a night at the museum where Amelia Earhart was talking about moxie what the hell is moxie I don't
1: date? know it's like chutzpah
0: oh please god Something okay like that. <laughs> all right before we start like explaining lots of words with words that none of none of us understand um manic Monday of course is going to be just that uh Kyrgios and Nishikori came on so late uh Um, whilst I love the All England Club and I love their traditions and I love what they stand for which is we've done this since dinosaurs held rackets in their teeny tiny paws it was baffling they they could maybe should have got that match started on court two that was sitting idle for ages. Instead, they gambled on the fact that Zverev would just end up as a vomiting heap in the corner <laughs> and, and decided that um, they were going to put it on court one as intended. Maybe they got their fingers burnt by moving Raonic yesterday to wherever they decided to move to court 14 i think it was or court 12, 12 where yeah. a lot where a lot of canadian fans who had tickets for number one were justifiably missed. angry because yeah. they you know obviously caught the, those outside courts nowhere near as much capacity uh so we've got our manic monday set and they call it manic money for, for Mon- monday for a reason it's it's great for the fans. It's the one day that if you've gone in the queue, you get priority in any of those sort of courts so cause I remember um people who, who'd been in the queue who were queuing for court eighteen, I think it is the one that's up that big bank where the broadcast yeah. thing is had priority over anybody that actually had a ticket because they they could sit anywhere because they they were in the queue if you had a queue wristband. You've had priority over anybody that has super bought a cool. lot. Like, yeah, I it, like that. it was, you know, and the matches are amazing because they'll have them, they'll have them dotted around the show court. So if you can get into a show court that isn't ticket led, you're in for a treat. I think
1: it's going to be great. Sixteen singles matches, yes, yeah. st- high stakes tennis.
0: Let's just hope that that's one of the days that's going to con- continue to be super hot because we must be we must be round juice and. Less super hot weather. Although, although mm-hmm. we've already had rain this Wimbledon. This I don't think there's rain in the forecast. I
1: think we're going to be good.
0: You think we're going to be good weather Chris?
1: I think so. Until, at least until later in the week there might be some spring. Okay. is what I'm feeling.
0: But then later in the week it doesn't matter because... The matches yeah, are being close, on Sunday. Close the roof. And okay. Have a good time. Okay. So, if you are going, do remember to stay hydrated. I know that Americans are going to laugh and kick up their heels and giggle at this, but we Brits are not used to this weather. We don't want people flaking out, least of all us. So, if you are coming along, plenty of sun cream. Do stay hydrated. Do have a great time. Uh, and we will see you on the other side of Manic Monday. You have, of course, been listening to Roz Sattar
1: and Chris Otto.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: Ta-ta.